So I'm pretty sure you heard by now, you know, Senator Tim Scott, um, he had, had made a rebuttal to Joe Biden's 100 day speech. You know, that speech that he didn't really do anything for black people at all. I mean, he did something for everybody. I mean, he was so blatant with it. He did specific things for people. He didn't do a minority thing. He didn't do people of color. He did specific things uh, for Asians in particular, uh, transgenders. I mean, he just came out the gate doing specific things. When we had Barack Obama, he said he couldn't do specific things. He had to do things for everybody. I mean, and Joe Biden and Diane Donald Trump proved that was a bold-faced lie. So we talked about Tim Scott on our news channel, but let's talk about Kamala Harris. Now, Tim Scott had made the statement that America is not a racist country. And Tim Scott, you know, he was speaking for the Republican Party, and and he has to talk like that because he's not going to get those Mzungu votes talking about racism. He's just not going to get it. So I expected out of Tim Scott. I, I completely expected that even though he admitted that he was stopped seven times in one year because of a car that he was driving. Um, even though this man say he, maybe he was just in the wrong neighborhood. I mean, that's just submitting, uh, to oppression. When you say I'm just, you know, wrong neighborhood, wrong kind of car, whatever. So then vice president, you know, our sister girl, our black girl magic, you know, I mean, um, Howard university, uh, graduate, Vice President Kamala Harris was asked the same question. And when, and when she was asked this question, I, I, I'm going to play this for, for everyone. I want you to listen to what Kamala says, and then we're going to come behind it. And let's really have a conversation. Senator Tim Scott said last night that America is not a racist country. Do you agree with that? And what do you make of his warning against fighting discrimination with more discrimination? I believe that we need to address, well, first of all, no, I don't think America is a racist country, but we also do have to speak truth about the history of racism in our country and its, and its existence today. And I, I applaud the president for always having the ability and the courage, frankly, to speak the truth about it. He- well, that was our vice president, Kamala Harris, talking out of both sides of, of her neck, like they would say. You was asked the same question. Do you think America's a racist country? And she says, no. But then she says, well, but we got issues going on and racism. Listen, it, you can't in one breath say America is not a racist country. In the next breath say, oh, but we got racial things going on. Well, which is it? You only got racial things in the country going on right now because America for black folks is a racist country. Data backs that up. You, do you know how dangerous that is? When you have the vice president, supposed to be your first black female vice president, I, I'm using air quotes, you can't see it, um, for her to say this. So when you talk about racism, hey, Kamala Harris said it, it, it wasn't a racist country. Uh, Joe Biden came behind her and said it too. I mean, we expect out of Jim Crow Joe, come on now. But they're pandering for that white rural vote. That's what they're pandering for because understand, they know they in trouble. They know they in trouble. Because you can't blatantly do black folks what you're doing to them and think that's not going to materialize in the polls. So they're saying all this language to reach out to white rural voters. I was watching CNN earlier um, as I was passing by in my room. You had Jim Crow Clyburn, you know, one of our favorites. Jim Crow Clyburn said the same thing. America, no, it's not a racist country. But yet, but yet wasn't he running for his life? January the 6th, what, wasn't, wasn't he trying to hide from that, that, that 
white supremacist mob. There was that the police officer said that he was called the N word so many times that day that he never, he never, his life been called that that many times in a short amount of time. But yet America is not racist. Let me tell y'all something. See, see now, now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of heated. I'm heated not because what they said, I'm kind of heated a lot of times with black people. Let me tell you why I'm heated with black people. I'm heated because the black politician sells us as a group out all the freaking time. They always selling us out. They show up when they want to vote. Then some of you like, well, shoot, man, uh, uh, Donald Trump, we got to get him out of here. A lot of you black people in the community, that what you voted for? for? For your sister girl to say that no, America's not a racist country? Because you got people like that that will say, no, America's not racist. If it was racist, how I became the vice president. If it's racist, how I became a senator, how I became a congressperson. So, so they, they're using their individual you know, rise in a system of white supremacy that they got to make sure to benefit white supremacy. They can't do nothing for black people. As you can see... And they use that to say, well, no, it ain't no racism in America. Why, why you dying in the street, why you getting killed for, 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 for cell phones in your hand, while, while you getting beat the hell up by the race soldiers, while there has a big wealth gap in this country and it was done by racism, white supremacy, you having your own so-called politicians cutting your throat. See, other races do not have this problem. Let's talk about the Asians right now. Stop Asian hate. Show me the Asian politician that came out and said, hey, it's not a hate problem against Asians. I mean, look at me. I've never dealt with that. I'm a senator. It's no, it's no hate in America. Did you hear any Asian politician say that? No, you did not. All the Asian politicians we're on code to say, yes, it's an attack on Asians. Yes, we need to be protected. Yes, we need benefits. And two Asian politicians put up a bill for the protection of Asian people. They didn't depend on nobody else. They, they did it themselves. See, Asian politicians is on code with their people and they're supposed to be. I'm not mad at them at all for being on code with the Asian community. That's what they are supposed to do. You look at the Hispanic community, same thing. The Hispanic community don't have their politicians constantly cutting their throats when they're fighting for something. They put up bills to try to help their community. Don't take an issue with that. White folks, we already know what they own, but it's our politicians. This is why I get so frustrated. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all talk about fighting. Oh, we need to fight, 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 fight. We need to fight in this country, build this country. How can you fight? Ugh. How can you fight when somebody's constantly cutting your throat? How? How can you fight and you fighting your enemy and, and your own is sneaking up behind you and injuring you, kicking you, fighting you too? How can you get something out of that? How? And the thing is, the, listen, let's call it what it is. When we look at things politically and voting wise, the majority of black folks, and yes, I'm going to say the majority, are deaf, dumb, and blind. 
I, I sat up here the other day watching uh, 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 Boule Martin. Boule Martin, I'm listening to what they're they talking about Joe Biden and what he talked about. Boule Martin and his group, and everybody mentioned they was in a fraternity. I paid attention to that too, because you know the Boule, you got to pay attention to what they're talking about what fraternity in. They were talking about this criminal justice reform, the George Floyd Policing Act. Yeah, you know, we passed that. That would really help out the black community. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm like, I'm so sick and tired of these people. I'm tired. Because, you idiots, the George Floyd Policing Act bill is for everybody. It's not specific for black people. They put a black person's name on it. See, black people, we, we did that for you. And then that, that bill is not for black people. So it don't cover our issues. If I wrote a bill, that bill would, would, would have a lot of teeth in it to punish them. Starting with qualified immunity is gone. Starting with if you, if you are convicted, you're going to get double the sentencing because you could carry a law enforcement badge and you know better. You periodically going to go through lie detector tests to find out about, do you have any racial bias? See, I want to find out if, if, if that's how you think so we can get you out of here. And I ain't be nice to you. If you go ahead and quit, take your pension with you. But you think you'll get caught because you have these white supremacist views, then you're fired. You're losing it all. You would have no, 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 Mazungu police, when you put, you, you had that kind of uh, bill out there and enforcing that. But they're not going to do that. The lynching bill never got passed. Why? You understand? I am tired of watching our people fight, suffer. I'm watching, I'm watching our people die. I've been watching this for years. I've been reporting on this for years, actively for years. And it's always these black politicians cutting our throats. And then we as a community keep sending them back up there. Look at what happens with Trump and them. You cross Trump and them, what Trump and them do? They try to do things to get you out of there. Mia Love, for instance, cross Trump. Guess what? He got her out of there. I'm just mentioning her um, right off the top of my head because I remember that. Every person that Trump go against, they get out. Why? Because they're not on code. But black folks, the majority of black people is not on code at all. The only code you want to be under is underneath the feet of your master. That's all you want to be. You want, you want a little position on the plantation. You want, you want to be a little house Negro with your little, with your Senate position and your Congress position. That's what you want. And you say America's not a racist country. You, you'd be the same person on a plantation say, man, Slavery not that bad. I mean, shoot. I mean, I, I mean, man. I'm in the house. I'm not in the field no more. I mean, I eat good. I dress good. I mean, it's, I, I'm living the life like master living. I just got to do a few a little work here and there. I mean, you, you know, I can't be in here for free. But yeah, slavery not that bad. That's the same thing. That's the same thing. See, see, you got to see in real time that see. And I'm glad actually Tim Scott said it now because now it exposed them too on the other exposed them on the other side. Talking about all these black politicians, Kamala Harris, which we be the, at, at the point in her position, the one that's of more importance. Clyburn, we already know what he on. 
But black people keep sending the same people over and over and over and over again. Listen, I seen the dirt they do when my cousin had ran for Congress, how dirty they are. And these are, old, and let me tell you something. It's not young people that are doing dirt in these local Democrat um, enclaves. These are older black folks, a lot of them too, not all white, older black folks that's cutting the throat of younger black people when they're trying to get in there to keep uh, 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 the, the old guard in there, the civil rights generation. They want to, they don't want to retire and say, let them young brothers and sisters come run in, in this position. They got new ideas, new ways or whatever. Right. This, this is why I get so sick and tired. And I, and I said, I know, I mean, I just know my future on some things. It's going to be a time that I say, well, you know, my time is up. Now I'll probably be like my boy Armin Ross. Shout out to him. You know, he made he rest in power. Say, Shh. well, y'all staying over there dealing with that problem. I'm over here. I'm chilling. Cause I'm tired of it. Yes, in one instance, I'm happy a lot of brothers and sisters are standing up. They 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 showing up in the race soldiers' house. They doing it. Them brothers and sisters are fighting. They trying to fight for to, to make to make it. And we're getting hit on all sides. Listen, I understand the white supremacists doing what they're doing. I even understand other groups. But when your own politicians is constantly cutting your throat, when you talk about reparations, what what, what the Republicans gonna say? Well, what do you mean reparations? I mean, Kamala Harris said America is not a racist country, so why are we paying reparations? We had a black president, we got a black vice president, we got a lot of black people in Congress. I mean, black people, I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, why do you need reparations? I mean, I think the progress is reparations. No, 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 because of racism. No, no. Well, what is it then? Kamala said it's not a racist country. So why do we have to pay reparations? Do y'all understand that that's going to be a legitimate argument that the Republicans are going to use? You may say, that's not legitimate. The hell it is. Kamala literally tanked an argument by saying that. Y'all got to understand that. This is why I talk about get your act together. This is why I talk about start looking at things on a continent because the word, the wild things are going for black folks in this country, especially with this current administration. You thought that other one was bad. This one was worse. We haven't even been even a year in this administration and we've been hit hard, harder than anything that Trump did in four years. That is the truth. Trump ain't done us nothing like, like this. You still got black folks. I'm repeat that again. Believing in, well, you know, uh, prison reform, that helps black people. Um, criminal justice reform helps black people. Well, what's this other lady that was on on our Bully, Bully Martin show? Yeah, we need education because, you know, education helps black people. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Black people are dying in the freaking streets. What good is your education, you fool? When you're dead. You can't feed your children. You're not getting a proper education. Then the education they're getting in, in these freaking conclaves are called schools. They get the foot put on their neck talking about, oh, it's a joke. Black children being told, oh, ever since, you know, George Floyd, um, you all, y'all always talking about you can't breathe. Race soldiers beating up our children in school. Yeah, education, okay. Nothing about, hey, let's support black businesses because a lot of black businesses were lost in the pandemic. Black businesses will suffer. Black business, a lot of them may not even come back. 
Do you understand? No, but no, you're not talking about black business. You're not talking about uh, helping out our, our young people. You're not talking about anything black. Talking about let's get this hate crime bill going because the majority of the hate crimes in America are based on anti-black hate, not anti-Asian, anti-black hate. And you can actually use their data to push that. But when you have the vice president of the United States saying, well, this is not a racist country. Well, what the hell? Asians could have said that too. It's not a racist country because they're in a better position than black folks. They actually make more money than white people do. And they still didn't come out saying that. Asians like, nope, we need this hate crime money. And, and Jim Crow Joe cut them a $50 million check. How much money did he cut for you? Do you realize that Democrat party is hostile to black Americans? Have y'all realized that by now? What more is going to take to realize they are secretly hostile? They, I mean, shoot, I'd rather you come out and just call me the N-word. I'd rather just say, listen, I'm not going to give you effing N-words anything. I prefer you to tell me that at this point because that's about what you're doing in your actions. I am so sick and tired of, of, of this crap going on politically, man. They get their little checks. They get whatever they want up there and the rest of us suffer and black folks keep sending them back up there because some of y'all so silly. Well, we need representation and they look like me. They look like you, but they have a white supremacist agenda. You, you idiot. And I'm saying those words because you need to hear that. They have a complete white supremacist agenda. You have black politicians Congressional Black Caucus talking about, you know, yeah, the LGBT. Man, look, I'm not against none of my brothers or sisters um, that's LGBT. I'm not. I love them like I love anybody else, okay? But let's call it what it is. We're not being killed for being straight. We're not getting killed for being LGBT. We're being killed because we black. Matter of fact, they had a guy that just recently that was shot by a deputy. He's LGBT. He was shot because he was black. He wasn't shot because he was LGBT. Not a brother fighting for his life. Okay. That's the problem. You cannot intersexual things in the bedroom. Cause one thing I told you, black folks have nobody stopping us from doing whatever we choose to do in the bedroom. There's no discrimination there. We can do all of whatever we want to do there, but our lives every day is being threatened. You understand? Our, our Congressional Black Caucus is talking about immigration when you can shot down in the streets. Mate, do you realize, and I said this before, do you realize dogs in this country are treated better than black Americans? You can't, let, let somebody shoot a dog. Watch how this country reacts. Man, dogs have better boarding places than a lot of black folks live. There are laws that dogs are more protected than you. You understand? They had a brother that ended up killing a police dog uh, some few, few years ago. A police dog. And this brother got, I think, about 40 years. Let somebody, let somebody kill a black person. That's what I'm talking about, man. It, it, just, it just so frustrates me. It so frustrates me. It, it, it makes you want to say, you know what? Hey, look. This is, why, this is why people can just say, you know what, man, look, y'all do you. I, I'm going to go ahead and just do what I got to do. I love you, but I got to do what I got to do. Because that's, this keeps frustrating me. 
The only, only reason I don't fully just throw my hands up on a lot of things is because there is a strong contingent in, in, in the black American community that see what it is. They don't like it. They're fighters. They're outspoken. They, they doing so much. My frustration is for that group of people, including myself, when you're fighting constantly and you having other black people cut your throat, you haven't, you fighting off other black people too. And I'm noticing those black people we constantly fighting off is of the older generation. That's the ones we're fighting off. They don't, they are comfortable. They don't, they, they don't want to ruffle no feathers. They want to collect their checks. They want to retire and that's it. And while they want to be comfortable and collect their checks, the rest of us are suffering. Your children are suffering. They don't care about the future of you. This is why I said I can't put all my, 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 my faith and trust in this place. No. I mean, look, what I'm going to do, keep feet act, you know, dealing with their issues and problems to, to the day I die. Like really, ain't no, that's not no life for black people. You got to listen. It's a time to fight. And it's a time to relax too. It's a time for everything underneath the sun. I hate to watch anybody, including myself fight in vain. I fight for, for the cause. I fight all day long. I speak up. I attack propaganda. This platform always do that. But one thing I hate is to sit here and watch someone working hard, fighting hard. And then at the same time, they being sabotaged by their own, not, not, not the one they, they fighting against by their own. Y'all don't understand the implications of what Kamala Harris said. It, this, this thing that went way past Tim Scott at this point, Kamala and what she said just really did some damage and you will see, you will see, you will see, you will see. No, don't take my word for it because I just know good with the implications of certain things, but I'm so sick and tired of the black politician cutting the brothers and sisters throat just so they can keep their checks in their position. That's why I say, you know what, when I go to the continent, you know, I, I look at that as freedom because I'm, it, 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 the lane is too wide open. It's too wide open. You got a little money in your pocket. You make the right connections. You good over there. And I'm not saying you got to come there being a millionaire either. Over here, you try to make some connections. You got other, other people like these politicians, even locally trying to cut your throat. But you see, you see they, they, they teeth going from ear to ear when, when, when them folks show up. It's sickening. 